Hello, this is Nikdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 14th of September. On this day, 70 years ago, after heated debates and discussions, the Constituent Assembly of India adopted Hindi written in the Devanagari script as the official language of the Republic of India. Every year, this particular day is celebrated as Hindi Divas. This year, Union Home Minister Amit Shah has made an appeal to unify India with Hindi, the country's most widely spoken language. In a tweet, Amit Shah said, and I quote, India is a country of various languages and each of them has its own importance. However, a single language is extremely important for the whole country, one that can become India's identity globally. If there is one such language that can do the job of uniting the country today, then it is only the most spoken language of Hindi. Unquote. According to the 2011 census, Hindi is the mother tongue of 43.6% of the Indian population. While in India, we have two official languages at the national level, we do not have a national language. Was Amit Shah hinting towards making Hindi the national language of India? If he was, M.K. Stalin was the first to respond. The DMK chief threatened another language protest if Prime Minister Narendra Modi does not clarify Home Minister Amit Shah's statement on the importance of having a single language for the country. He said, and I quote, We have been continuously waging a war against the imposition of Hindi. Today's remarks made by Amit Shah gave us a jolt. It will affect the unity of the country. We demand that he take his statement back. Unquote. The history of the language debate in India goes way back. To understand it better, watch episode 2 of Constitution on Newslaundry.com where Meghnath explains how Hindi turned into a language that is widely used in India. The Mumbai unit of the Income Tax Department has served notices to Mukesh Ambani's family members under the 2015 Black Money Act. The notices were issued on March 28 to Nita Ambani, Anant Ambani, Akash Ambani and Isha Ambani for their alleged undisclosed foreign income and assets. This was after the IT department carried out an investigation based on information received from agencies in several countries. The probe began in 2011 after the government received details of approximately 700 individuals and entities who had accounts in the Geneva branch of HSBC Bank. Later, the Indian Express and the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists in an investigation called Swiss Leaks found that the actual number of HSBC Geneva account holders was 1,195. The Indian Express also discovered that out of these, 14 accounts with a total balance of $601 million were held in tax havens by offshore entities linked to the Reliance Group. The Income Tax Inquiry report dated February 4th and the notices sent on March 28th state that the members of the Ambani family were named as the ultimate beneficiaries of one of these 14 accounts, which was held by the Capital Investment Trust. The tax department alleges that the Ambanis failed to disclose the details and holdings in Capital Investment Trust and in a company owned by it based in Cayman Islands. The notice says that they were the ultimate beneficiaries of these holdings. When Indian Express sent the Reliance Group questions based on the notices and the key allegations, a Reliance spokesperson replied, and I quote, We deny all the contents of your email, including the receipt of any such notice. Unquote. 
Children in around six schools in Jammu and Kashmir's Balakot sector were trapped in their school buildings this morning after Pakistani troops began intense mortar shelling and small arms fire along the line of control without any provocation. The Indian Army retaliated and an exchange of fire is underway. Locals say 50 to 60 villages along the entire 50-kilometer stretch of the border from Balnoi near Mankot sector to Tarkundi were affected by the shelling which started around 9.45 a.m. today. A teacher at one of the affected government high schools said, and I quote, We have shifted the students to a room and have asked them to take cover behind one of the walls. At least half a dozen mortar shells have fallen within 50-meter radius of the school building. Unquote. Deputy Commissioner of Pooch, Rahul Yadav, said there was no report of any casualty in the Pakistani firing and the border residents have been advised to take necessary precautionary measures for their safety. The centre has withdrawn 10,000 paramilitary personnel who were deployed in Assam before the publication of the final NRC list. The decision was taken since there were no incidents of violence in the state since the list was published. On August 19th, the Home Ministry had announced its decision to deploy 218 companies of paramilitary forces in Assam for the maintenance of law and order situation. About 19 lakh residents were excluded from the final list. Those who failed to make it to the final NRC list have been given 120 days to appeal against the exclusion at the foreigners' tribunals. If they are not satisfied with the verdict of the tribunals, they have the option to move to the High Court and the Supreme Court. Full Fact, a UK-based fact-checking charity, has discovered that Prime Minister Boris Johnson's party has been funding ads on Facebook that link to a BBC article with an altered headline that reads, and I quote, 14 billion pounds cash boost for schools, unquote. The actual BBC story, however, is headlined, and I quote again, school spending, multi-billion pound cash boost announced, unquote. The original article puts the number at £7.1 billion, criticising the government's use of £14 billion figure as not the usual way of calculating spending. Full Fact is part of the third-party fact-checking programme created by Facebook to fight misinformation. It said it had been scrutinising online advertising ahead of a possible snap election in the country. Full Fact also said that the BBC told their fact-checkers that it had never changed the headline of the article. Facebook confirmed that links can be altered when sharing certain content on the platform. After Rio de Janeiro's evangelical mayor tried to ban an illustration of two male superheroes kissing from a book fair, one of Brazil's biggest newspapers decided to put it on their front page. The controversy kicked off last week after Rio Mayor Marcelo Crivella demanded that the Marvel comic book called Avengers The Children's Crusade should be withdrawn from sale at Rio's biennial book fair because it shows male superheroes Wiccan and Hulkling kissing. The book, however, was completely sold out at the book fair by Friday. The Fola de Sao Paulo newspaper said it used its Saturday front page and Sunday editorials to discuss the issue. The paper's editorial director said, and I quote, The mission of professional journalism and a newspaper like Fola is to be uncompromising with obscurantist attempts to shed light on threats of censorship, unquote. The book was initially published in 2010. Its illustrator Jim Chung said in a lengthy Instagram post that the debacle being drawn into the spotlight by the mayor perhaps only highlights how out of touch he might be with the current times. 
the lgbtq community is here to stay and i have nothing but love and support for those who continue to struggle for validity and a voice to be heard unquote now for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com manisha is back with the latest episode of tv nuisance where she talks about how some tv news channels covered the chandrayaan 2 Even before the spacecraft could soft land on the moon, some TV news anchors had already reached the lunar surface, and one of them was even dressed up like an astronaut. Unfortunately, he looked like Mithun from Disco Dancer, but on a very strict budget. Don't miss it. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.